1: Dimitri Ravanosh of Barrett Sports Media. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you.
0: First of all, let me defend the honor of Papa Elf. James Kahn was the biological father in Elf. Uh, Bob Newhart was that young man's dad.
1: That's, you know what? Uh, it's not about who helps create you. It's about who raises you. I was being insensitive to all the stepdads out there. Yes. To Papa Elf, to Bob Newhart, to all the step-papas out there, we salute you. Uh, I, I, you know what? We'll start on James Conn since you mentioned it. What is your favorite James Conn performance?
0: I mean, it's got to be The Godfather, right? Like, it's, it's interesting. I actually think he is pretty wonderful in Elf, and that should not be overlooked. But I think that maybe it is because of how far you go between – his best performance, and the end of his career. And every act- actor, I think, falls into this. I think Michael Caine is unfortunately in this downward spiral right now of as you get closer to the end of your career, people look back over the IMDB and start to go, oh, he would have done a lot more crap than he was good. Uh, but with Khan, like, the good was so good. How do, you, how do you begrudge him for doing Back in the Game on CBS?
1: Uh, pretty easily. I'd also say that James <laughs> Kahn James Conn since like nineteen ninety eight has just been James Conn. The acting stopped yeah. and he was just James Conn. Uh respectfully, may he rest in peace and hopefully not come back and Vecnam me in my sleep because I've said those things. Uh let's get to your piece here, Dimitri, for Baird Sports Media. So uh I don't think anybody's going to disagree with you, but do you consider the ACC screwed with way way uh, college football realignment or college athletic realignment is going?
0: Uh, yes, but it's probably not immediate. Um, I think that we are going to see the day that Duke and UNC recognize that the path forward is not in the conference they have called home for so long. And when that happens, you know, this is sort of the point of my piece. Like if fans have their – theories and way of valuing things but if you look at this from a brand and business perspective when North Carolina and Duke basketball are gone what are the pillars of that conference I mean Clemson is very good at football they've been very good at football for about five minutes Florida State was at one point considered a traditional power I think the further we get away from Bobby the more we start to think hey maybe that was about Bobby Miami might be on the verge of something again. You know, the nation will care when Miami cares about Miami. Like, I just don't think outside of Duke in North Carolina, uh, there is a national brand you can prop yourself up on. Even if Notre Dame came into the conference as a full-time member, that gives the ACC one major brand, whereas, you know, the big two right now, the SEC and the Big Ten, have multiple. Like, I just don't see how the ACC competes in the long term.
1: I think that's interesting because it feels like the ACC, the Big 12, in the Pac-12. It does feel like one of them is going to survive as we know it and it just feels like who's going to be able to gobble up the most brands that might might at least keep you in the conversation with the Big 10 in the SEC. So, looking at teams not in the ACC already or that could join like Notre Dame, you know, is is in some way Notre Dame in the ACC but like outside of them joining in football and teams that aren't in the big Ten in sec, what other brands do you think could, could help the ACC more than just prolong this thing and drag it out and truly maybe get on the other side of success here?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I think the reason that I look at so much value in Duke in North Carolina is because in terms of football, there's only one true needle mover left and that's Notre Dame. Like after that, you know, again, we run into the same problem as with Clemson. Like, Oregon's been good for about five minutes, and and their fan base really doesn't extend beyond Oregon, at least in a significant way. I don't know that any of those three conferences uh, have a brand that is going to bring enough national prominence that could sustain the ACC. I think, you know what, my my answer here might surprise you but if you are talking about football brands, honest to God, Nick, like I think the healthiest one in these three conferences might be BYU. Like They have a national following. They have a tradition. They have all of the things that Notre Dame has with the Catholic Church. They have with the Mormon Church. Like That might be the only thing you can count on in terms of mass appeal, national appeal for any school that is not currently aligned with the SEC or the Big Ten.
1: Dimitri Ravanos of uh, Barrett Sports Media talking about his piece, which if you guys haven't read it, I, I just retweeted it uh, earlier this hour. You can also check him out on the Twitter machine as I stall to find it, at Dimitri Ravanos. Uh Dimitri, one more because then I want to get into your obsession with the college football uh, video game as well. Yeah. If we're just talking about the health of college athletics, and the health, specifically of college football, do you think long run? In the long run, is it best that there's just a power two and everybody else, like it's this the Big Ten and the SEC, or do you think more big powerful conferences, a power three or a power four, is the better road for the health of college football?
0: Nick, this is why you make the big bucks because this is a great transition into the video game conversation. Yes. What? What college football really needs is something to make people outside of the I-85 corridor care about the sport with the passion that all of us in this in this particular part of the country do. And I think that a healthy, uh, competitive West Coast conference being gone is going to be a problem in the long term. I mean, if you think back to the earliest days of this century when you had the Pete Carroll machine at USC and Oregon was very good and Cal was very good and UCLA was at least reliable. Like that is when this sport sort of achieved its peak of popularity nationally. I think that these mega programs are not necessarily a death knell for the sports national popularity, but it isn't great that your three best programs are within a four-hour drive of one another in Tuscaloosa, Athens, and Clinton.
1: Now, in addition to his work on Barrett Sports Media, Dimitri also hosts with, uh, with his guy, Arky Shea, uh, one of my favorite podcasts. It is Dynasty Mode, and it is all about – uh, everything to do with the college football NCAA video game. So just uh, cause you and I have had many text experiences about this when they bring back the NCAA football video game in one year's time, what is something you would like to see added? Only one thing or Four. 20. I, I, we got time.
0: I was about to say, tell Kyle he's gotten the day off. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I think that the biggest thing I want to see is I want to see them incorporate something like the NBA 2K games have, which is a story mode. I mean, how many of us playing that game made up the story of our rise through the coaching ranks in our head? I think that to have a story mode that sees you have to not just recruit, not just win games, but also glad hand boosters. Also deal with kids entering the transfer portal. Like that is the level of realism the game is missing and desperately needs when it comes back.
1: You and I have talked about this. I really want an athletic director mode. Basically, it's like Absolutely. owner owner mode in, in Madden where I just can't be fired.
0: Yeah, do you remember, um, I don't know if you were ever a PC gamer uh, of sorts, but do you remember, uh, was it called football manager? Where basically like, you did everything in the Premier League but play the games. You yep. set the lineups. You made the, uh, you made the transactions, all that kind of stuff. Dude, I love those kind of games. I absolutely would love to be the athletic director at my alma mater, the University of Alabama, and have my uh, job security plummet when I insist on changing the uniforms.
1: I just really want to be the Phil Knight. Give me the booster side of things. Give me, the, let me be the Phil Knight of Bowling Green State University and see where I can take that mother. I, I can say it's all the way to the top. Follow this man on Twitter yeah. at Dimitri Ravanos and again, check out his piece on why the ACC could very well be screwed on BarrettSportsMedia.com. and do not forget to check out if you love the game of uh, NCAA sports. Sorry, NCAA football. It is coming back. Check out the Dynasty Mode podcast. Everywhere you get your podcast, Dimitri, honored that you would grace the program, my guy. Appreciate you.
0: Can I just give you one quick thing, tying both of those things together coming up on, uh, on this week's Dynasty Mode?
1: I'll allow it.
0: If we go to two mega conferences in college football, I think it's pretty realistic that we end up getting two college football video games where each one pretends the other league does not exist.
1: Ah, so like uh, circa 95 when you had to go to <laughs> Tuscaloosa?
0: That's right. Uh, back when, Well, see, you always had Alabama, but if it was like, say, Alabama and LSU, it was always Alabama versus Baton Rouge.
1: That, okay, you might have you might have found the one way that I can just completely rage against. I just want one great college football game. That's all I want. Dimitri, you're the best, buddy. Thank you. All right, Dick. Thanks, buddy.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.